You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. This is Ed Amoroso, and I'm the Chief Executive Officer and Founder of Tag Cyber, which is a research and advisory uh, firm located in New York City. And I also am a professor over at NYU, where I teach in the Computer Science and Engineering Department. Well, my dad was the second computer science PhD in the, ever in the world. He was at UPenn, and he was doing a PhD in electrical engineering, and they came to him and said, we'd like to um, make a computer science. This was the Moore School in the 60s. That's where ENIAC was built in the 50s. And my dad famously said, well, if you have to call yourself a science, you probably aren't one. And he's right. Computer science is not a science. We don't have any laws. But he did that. So I grew up in a family where we had an ARPANET connection into our home in the 70s. I was a very mischievous kid, and I, you know, learned to program on um, Carnegie Mellon's CMUA and CMUB is where I learned Pascal when I was about um, twelve. My dad guided me along. I eventually got my PhD in computer science. I went to Bell Labs and joined the Unix group. Again, with guidance from my dad, he said, again, famously, think how unfair this is that I had this guidance. In 83, he said, you should go to Bell Labs, you should work in computer security, that's going to be big. (laughs) It's like, could you have had better advice, you know, in the mid 80s than to go work on Unix at Bell Labs on security? I mean, talk about died and went to heaven. That was the greatest place I've ever seen in my life. You know, I would walk down the hallway where Brian Kernahan and Richie and Thompson, all those guys were working, and I would just go like this, hoping that some of that genius would waft into me. <laughs> you know, like, I don't think it ever did, but it, it felt good. Like, I often ask my teams, what was the best day you ever had at work? And it's a fun question to ask. And most people sadly say the day I got like this promotion or raise, what a sad reflection if that was your best day. I always tell them, you know, it was my best day. When I was about 27, I was working a Unix project and I'm in a meeting and Brian Kernahan, the inventor of the C programming language, he said, Ed, that's a good idea. That's it. I walked out of there probably about six feet off the ground And I've gotten to know Brian since then. I've interviewed him. He came at Tag Cyber. We have a conference. He was our keynote, signed books. I I joke with him about that. He didn't remember it, but for me, it's the greatest thing ever. We were doing Unix security, and in 92 or 93... 
the CEO of AT&T and the president of the network, Frank Ayanna at the time, pulled me aside and said, hey, all this work you guys are doing with government, you think you could do like a security group to protect our company? And I remember going, wow, what a great idea. Like you'd have a group that would do security for the company? And he goes, yeah, what do you think? And I went, wow. I went nose and ran asking if anybody else was doing that. I find Steve Katz over at some bank city or something. He hands me his card and it says chief information security officer. I said, what's that? He goes, that's my title. And I said, can I keep this business card? So I go back to work. <laughs> I said, can I be this? And they go, no, you can't. You just can't have the word officer in your title. Forget I had some other thing like... I was running something called the Information Security Center or something like that. But I had a very cool boss then who said, hey, you know what? You can put whatever you want on your business card. Just go print it. So I, print, I still have them. It's a chief information security officer. I was like self-dubbed. From that time on, for the next 20 years, it became my passion, my research, my life's work to figure out how to make the chief information security officer position viable. And man, did we make mistakes. Everything you could imagine that you could goof up on. AT&T, I give them so much credit that they didn't fire me because I would kiss my wife goodbye and say, well, today's going to be the day that they're going to be on to me and see that I'm, I'm making this thing up. There was a, a tool called NetRanger IDS. We plug them in all over the network and I hire a bunch of like operators because it's a phone company to sit in a big room and field the alarms. And it didn't work. It was all this false positive garbage coming in. And I learned on the job what it is to run a security operations center. We figured out that, okay, they can do tier one. So maybe we need some people like who can do cybersecurity, helping them. We built a managed firewall service. And then we married up some of that IDS and we're building the first managed security service. AT&T starts getting big and powerful. SBC buys us, we merge. We bought DirecTV, we bought Bell South, we bought Singular. And then we had the iPhone launch. So my team got bigger and bigger. I start becoming this big fancy executive. And I didn't know what an income statement was. So AT&T sends me off to Columbia Business School to learn to be an executive. I think all the professors must have quit after me. Can you imagine putting a computer scientist, computer science professor, no less, into a business school environment? I'm sure I drew them crazy. But when I retired from AT&T, I'd done all this thing, managed these big teams, had thousands of people working. It was really quite an experience. Nothing I ever wanted. I just wanted to be a computer scientist like my dad. But I became this executive. And, and I decided one day, I didn't want to be an executive, so I quit. Started Tag Cyber. I had no customers. I had no revenue. I had no office. I just had a logo that I made up. TAG is the, the Amoroso group. And my wife thought I was nuts because I was quitting a job where I had basically tenure, I guess. I'm making a lot of money. And I quit to make no money, but to do what I wanted to do, which was disrupt and, and fix research and advisory. 
but little by little, we're starting to grow. And now I'm on an exponential where we're doubling every year. So that's my story. I went from my dad having an ARPANET connection, and I'm learning Pascal, to Bell Labs, to CISO, to business, to quitting, to starting something new. And now I'm riding a new exponential up, and it's a hell of a ride. I think this is going to sound crazy, but security shouldn't be the main dish. Computing, networking, software, systems that we're building, that's the main dish. I always say if you want to get into something, then look at the meat of it. Learn development, learn engineering, learn networking, learn to build databases, learn to build cloud systems. There's the construction of working functionality to support business objectives. That's what you want to be good at. Security is a feature, it's an aspect, it's an attribute. It's an incredibly important one. So young people, all my grad students, they go, what's the best way for me to break into network security? I say, break into networking. Or they say, I'm really interested in software security. What should I do? Learn software. (laughs) I love database security. What should I do? Learn databases. You got to pay your dues and learn something, develop some capability in something and then you'll be very naturally progress into cybersecurity. So that's always been my advice. And now, a message from CyberBit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then, you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need CyberBit. CyberBit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills, all using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. CyberBit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live-fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. Cyberwire. 